Dr. Paul Parks is the new head of the Alberta Medical Association, also an ER doc uh, in Medicine Hat, and he's pushing to make sure that doctors are part of any decision-making process that the provincial government may get started on here as they embark on their long-promised restructuring of Alberta health. We've been told to expect something this fall, so the clock is definitely ticking, and as I said, there is a, an announcement later today, 11 o'clock, uh, dealing with family docs. Uh, I'm not sure if it'll be part of the restructuring or not, but uh, let's chat with Dr. Parks. Um, Dr. Parks, thanks for being here. Always appreciate your time. Oh, thanks. Always happy to chat with you. It's going to probably be a lot to chat about on healthcare <laughs> in the next couple of months. Oh, I think it's going to be busy. And before we get to that, I just, I always like to get a sort of boots on the ground behind the scenes. What's really going on? We've seen all the stories about COVID and RSV and the flu and, and how it's really starting to cause some issues in some of our hospitals. So you're not only the, the head of the MA, you're an emergency room doc. What are you seeing? What's going on in Alberta hospitals right now? We're seeing, definitely seeing the numbers going up and, uh, you know, just to, uh, kind of put a frame around it. The hospitals are very severely overcrowded and under, you know, uh, understaffed in terms of the workforce to begin with. Like we've been struggling with that for a long time. And absolutely now we're seeing the number of admissions going up for respiratory illnesses. And, um, that's really impacting our, our capacity. And, you know, actually I'm up here in Edmonton on a tour and got to go through a couple of the emerge departments here and see some of my old colleagues and, and see what they're dealing with. And, and yeah, absolutely. They're, Lots and lots of patients that are really sick that need to be admitted up in the hospital are, are stuck in the eMERGE departments, and, and uh, that's just getting worse as the numbers go up. And, and absolutely, with uh, respiratory illnesses, it'll just add to the stress. Um, as you say, you're in Edmonton. Part of this tour, you're sort of conducting this tour, going out and uh, finding out what's happening. How's it going? What's the, what's the process there? How, are you just meeting with different people? Are you holding town halls? What are you trying to find out, and how are you going about finding it out? Yeah, well, the, the way they go going out, going about finding it out is actually, I think it's uh, time to get some face-to-face, uh, you know, with COVID, with the way we, everyone went to virtual uh, meetings and, mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, the big thing is get out there face-to-face, go see where uh, people are working on the front lines, not, you know, meeting in the hospitals, but out, out in the community and family medicine offices that like basically getting out there saying, hey, what are, what are the real issues? Like, we think we know what they are, but what really are they on the front line? What do we prioritize? And then not just going to members, but now any stakeholders, meeting with AHS leaders, meeting with uh, and and with government, and even with MLAs that are not necessarily having, uh, you know, portfolios that are direct health, but that are impacted by it. And, and basically saying, hey, let, let, let's work together. There, there are some issues. We, we can bring you the, the solutions. We have ideas, uh, but... Let's connect and actually work together. How vital is it? And like you say, you're out gathering the first-hand experience. You have the first-hand experience. You're getting more. How vital is it that that is part of this decision-making process? We always hear about front lines, front line, front line. We've got to protect the front line. How is it? How important is it that somebody like you, who literally is the front line, is involved in this? Absolutely critical. That, that's the, you know, I, I've been asked a couple times to describe the system, and one word I I did use yesterday was fragile. And, and what I mean by that is that it's so tenuous. Like we are, we are working so hard trying to keep afloat to, to care for patients that little small changes that seem well-meaning and are, you know, uh, they could have massive impacts throughout the system in lots and lots of ways. And so if you don't get the input from the experts and the people that are delivering the care, and that, that's what we mean by the front lines, like it's the people that are actually out there you know, operationalizing and doing the job and caring for the mm-hmm. sick people. You, we need, we need that input. And so, you know, lots of talk. And you mentioned it around restructuring uh, and and 
that's a good that's a good question now because we're we we don't know what that means and on the front lines talking to all my colleagues they're all like wondering what what does that mean, does mean where yeah. like yeah and and how do we give input how do we make sure that that restructuring is done in a way if things are going to change don't just change for a change's sake like make sure it'll improve care and then here you know here's example x that i know if you do this you will make uh, my ability to care for patients so much worse that it, it, it could be serious and life-threatening for patients. So that's the kind of dialogue we need to have. Like you say, we're not 100% sure what the restructuring means. One thing that has been talked about, the Premier has said she is in favour of, would be a decentralization and more local decision-making, getting away from the big overarching health authority. Is that something you think can work? Would that be a good idea or a bad idea? Uh, again, I would stress that I, I would want to know from the Premier and the Minister of Health what that means, what they envision with that. I can say we're, we are not averse, uh, you know, physicians and healthcare workers. I work in Emerge. We, we work on the fly every day. We change a lot. We adapt. We're not a, adverse to change. Uh, but what, what, what's key is that the change, uh, you know, should be in a way that makes uh, our environment better so that we can care for Albertans. That's what we're there for. So what I'll tell you is, yes, having more... Uh, local input in certain environments in certain areas that would be an improvement and we need that that is that is true and, and lots of physicians are telling me that and i live it myself uh on the other side i don't know what decentralization means yeah. because there, there are massive advantages and i'll stress this to the premier and the minister there are massive advantages to the centralized structure of ahs in lots of ways so just blowing up uh, AHS and throwing the baby out with the bat, the bathwater is not a good idea. And, and I'm, I'm talking to you and talking to everybody saying, Hey, listen, we're here. We want to provide input. We want to help. Uh, you know, on the pieces on the, on the necessary change. I guess that's the way I should say it. You know, that, that makes good sense. And I think, you know, if we had one example to look at it, it would be the announcement recently that we're going to not get involved with the mask mandate situation. Hospitals can go ahead and make that decision on their own. If they think it's something that they need, go ahead. A number have, uh, across the province. Um, that kind of makes sense. I think, like you say, you're on, you're there, you're in the hospital, you have the best knowledge into what's needed. Um, so in a situation like that, to me, it makes a lot of sense. Do you agree? Fully support that kind yeah. of idea. Like, for example, the mask, that's a good example of, you know, as long as, as long as it's driven by the data and by the evidence and what's the best needs for the, for the, the hospital, the patients, the physicians and the staff. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, that, that could be an example. You know, I get an example is, uh, a Shigella outbreak, which we know has happening in Edmonton, but it's not necessarily happening in other communities in the same way. So, so the decisions and the policies and the way you would deal with that. It needs to be local. It would not make sense to have a centralized policy on it. Coming towards COVID, again, you know, we're starting to see it in most of the sites. Um, and, but it, it really will impact uh, decisions about how many patients are admitted with it, how many staff are out because they're ill, uh, how is it impacting our capacity and our ability to do surgeries and all of the other medical care that we do that's un-COVID related. Uh, those, those are all the factors that uh, it makes sense to have you know, some local control and input around it, but it also helps to know what the provincial picture is and, and have that input too. So I just, I stress, yes, uh, if it's driven by local decisions that make sense 
and the evidence and what works in the system, that's the way it's got to go. Dr. Parks, you and I talked, uh, like, I think it was your first day on the job, actually, uh, about the family doc situation in our province. And this all fits into it. And we're expecting some sort of announcement today at 11 o'clock from the health minister on the family doc situation. Uh, you and I agreed uh, a week or two ago that it was probably one of the most important issues because it's our front line. Um, what is the situation that we've got so many recruitment prog- uh, programs in place, retain retention programs, uh, the new four-year deal? Are we at a point now? Now where it's easier to get doctors to come to Alberta? Because I know firsthand, uh, a few years ago, there were docs that were leaving. Has that changed? Uh, you know, so to, to be blunt, no. Uh, we need more work. We're, we're, we're getting there and making some improvements, but no. Uh, the environment right now around uh, stabilizing the clinics we have right now, that that's what I've been talking a lot about in the last two weeks to pretty much anybody that's a stakeholder that will listen. Uh, we really need a major investment uh, to stabilize what we have right now for our clinics. And then, and then we really do need an evolution to how family physicians get, uh, get compensated for how they deliver care. And, and that's a whole, di- a long discussion. I'd be happy to chat with you again so people can understand the basics. But, you know, we've, we've offered that to the ministry and, and we're really pushing. And I, I think we need a major, uh, investment on that front. And I think the minister is, is in agreement and understanding that and that, but, uh, but no, we, we, we need more work right now. Okay. I think we got to work hard to stop losing the physicians we have and then create an environment where we can actually, get, you know, have, have new learners that are coming out excited to go into longitudinal comprehensive family medicine and, and also to have international and, and, and national physicians want to come back to Alberta. Well, maybe we'll hear more about that today. But Dr. Parks, as always, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And thanks again for having me. You bet. Dr. Paul Parks, who is the head of the uh, president of the Alberta Medical Association, also an ER physician uh, in medicine. Hat, and as you heard, he's, he's going around the province. He's been on the job for a week or two now. And job one is to go and get the lay of the land, speak to the people in hospitals, speak to healthcare providers, find out what the issues are, what's going well, what's going wrong, and then how do we get started, you know, if the province is walking down a road of restructuring or making big changes, which the premier has promised to do. He's saying, hey, listen. Make sure you include us in those conversations. Makes good sense to me. These are the people that are actually the ones in the hospitals doing the work. You need to at least check in and say, hey, listen, what's working? What isn't? What can we do more of? What do we got to get rid of? That's just, to me, common sense. So uh, that's the call he's making, and we'll see where it goes. And as I say, uh, I believe it's 11 o'clock today, um, the health minister making an announcement on family docs.